Hello again. Hello again. And this is a new episode, even though I'm only recording this a few minutes after the final, the previous one. How about that? How's about that then? Um, I guess in another way you've done it. I may have just recorded this as a second part. For some reason, I thought Peter Alice, in all his glory, should have his own episode. For what it's worth. So that's dedicated to Peter. God rest his soul. Um... So we're not on, we're on the same journey to work. We're now at 13 minutes past nine. And what I might do is take um, so the so in between me stopping recording that previous episode and starting this next one, I did use the sat nav. The sat nav is currently running to tell me my expected time of arrival at the university, which is saying 9:29. If you, um, if you remember from the previous episode, if you listen to it, if you care, there's no reason why you should, um, that I am due to have my first meeting at 9.30. Now, I'm quite keen to not push it back or say I'm going to be late because this person, A, I've, I've scheduled and arranged the meeting. I arranged it for 10 o'clock. But only yesterday did I realise that I double booked and had another meeting at 10 o'clock that I'd forgotten about and hadn't put in the diary. But committed to that one being at 10 o'clock. So I asked the person I'm meeting that was meeting at 10 to can we shift it to 9.30. Um, this is very interesting where I'm now rethinking what I'm going to do here actually as we speak. Just live, live thinking being broadcast to the nation. Um, so court, well, now I'm saying 9.28 actually so I've obviously picked up a minute um, I either continue as I am and go all the way to the university or and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of drawing myself to, and this is now might be my choice instead but of course my whole day will, will change not in terms of the kinds of the meetings because they're, they're in the diary and intend to honour them So, but where I, where I am for those meetings is up to me. As in, I mentioned the previous, I could have been at home doing this. There was no reason as such that I necessarily needed to come to the university, apart from I was quite keen to, there probably was something in there that I thought, well, yeah, oh, there is a reason. I now realise what the reason is. Oh, bugger. Bugger, bugger, bugger. Okay, there was a reason, and I've now realised that that reason now is defunct because there was something I wanted to bring with me that I haven't brought with me. Okay, and I'm being suitably vague about this. So there's something I wanted to bring with me I haven't brought with me, so that makes it, make it less important. Uh-huh, okay, thinking this through. No big deal. Um, so, okay, big decision in my head. I think... What I'm going to do for these first couple of meetings is choose to not be in the university and instead I'm going to a location which is a little bit nearer and there's some choices here. So I'm going past the services. So I, one of my choices could have been to go to those services um, where I can sit somewhere and get a coffee. Which I have done before, and I've done, for example, marking there. 
But the place I was going to choose instead, which I think was a, a, a slightly more, a slightly preferable place, it would be even more preferable if I happened to have any golf clubs in the boot of the car, which I don't. But um, the place where I'm thinking of going and I'm choosing to go is a place which relates to Peter Alice. Maybe not directly. He may well have played there. There may well be a link between Peter Alice and the place that I affectionately call UCWH. So UC, in my head, stands for University College, or it could be University Campus. Um, and WH, WH is um, Wickham Heights. So I have joked with at least one other person that, oh, I am, I am at the University State, I'm at UCWH, I'm at University College Wickham Heights. So I have, I have often chosen to be at the um, cafe area of Wickham Heights Golf Centre. So if I happen to be a member of a golf club, I might choose Wickham Heights. I think one can become a member, but fortunately for me, it's not a particularly kind of membership-y type place. Yes, you can become a member, and it is a golf club, but it's, it's Wickham Heights Golf Centre. It's very much a place you can pay and play. You don't have to be a member. And indeed, I'm not. Um, but it also what's particularly good about it, it has a very good driving range. So when I have been spending time with, and I, I'm hoping that, that if you've listened to earlier episodes of this, I've mentioned Big Bertha. Have I mentioned Big Bertha before? I think I have. If I haven't, I'm just going to leave it at that for now. Um, I've also done marking there in the past. I have played around, not with Big Bertha. I've played around, not with Alice. It's been around with Danzil. A little in-joke in case Danzil listens to this episode. He's been mentioned before. He knows who he is. So, and on, on those occasions, I've they've played around, um, but they have an 18-hole an par 3 course, as well as their 18-hole full-size course. Um, but in my recent forays into... Um, in my recent forays into um, playing golf this year, uh, the actual golf, other than golf driving range and so on, and, and lessons, it's been playing on this par 3 course um, with a certain friend and colleague Dan Zill likes to be known as Dan Zill that's his nickname so we, just, we, we all just know him as Dan Zill we all know who we talk about when we talk about Dan Zill um, so yeah that's where I'm going and we joked that oh I'm at University College Wickham Heights so for example if on a Monday morning it is a Monday morning so before lockdown two for a few weeks we were playing on a Monday morning a little bit of golf because it was Dan's day off, possibly still is, officially his day off, um, and we would have arranged to play golf, meet at, at Wickham Heights, play 18 holes of par on the par three, which may just take us a couple of hours, and that gets us nicely set up against a nice Monday morning, we do it through choice, and then I've even, I've even taken meetings, <laughs> proper official meetings, um, with not my line manager, but people who, you know, um, are officially more senior than I am at the university 
and they didn't necessarily twig. I was on the golf course, so I felt a little bit of pride in that. I was very happy to say I wasn't at home. I was out and about, so you might you might hear some noises in the background. I don't think that person guessed where I was. And then I've done other meetings, got back, thought, well, actually, now I need to finish here, get back to university, get online. I think, hold on a minute, I, there's Wi-Fi here, I can sit here. Well, I don't need to rush to be somewhere else to then just be online. So that's where I'm heading towards now. So with that in mind, I'm hopeful that, well, it should be, I will, I'm now, um, well, I'm still saying I'm two miles from university. I'm nearer to the university campus, Wickham Heights. I will aim to get there. Hopefully, all we well, I can then get a, a coffee. I, eat, I mean, a very nice bacon and sausage sandwiches there as well. That's a really good thing when you've played a bit of golf, but I don't feel I necessarily earned that. Um, so I think I'm just going to have a coffee and have a, at least my first, possibly three meetings there, because they're all so-called back-to-back. Which, of course, whenever someone says they have back-to-back meetings, you should always return with, maybe you should try them face-to-face instead. <laughs> and they'll laugh and laugh back with you. And you'll, it'll be fun. It'll be a fun little start of the day. Um, but it doesn't really kind of work when it's virtual, does it, really? Because you, you, you're, not, you're not having them face-to-face anyway. Right, so I need to avoid the um, bus lane. So I think I'm not too far. So I'm going to be there a little bit early. So by doing, by making this active positive choice for myself this is the positive psychology folks i'm now going to be in a place i feel comfortable that i wish to be i'll be there rather than rushing to be that's interesting i've just gone past a biffer depot means nothing to you it would have meant nothing and i would have been through a lot of times but i've got a reference to that in my head which i'll have to refer to another time if i get asked about it um it'll mean something to rachel and it means something to connie but I never noticed that I would regularly drive past a Biffa depot. So he stopped. OK, so I'm now turning up towards UCWH. It's 9.22. So at the moment, if I got carried on that way towards university, the actual university campus, the real university campus, the official one, I would have arrived at 9.31. So I would have been late and I need to start saying, OK, I'm going to be late or I maybe would have logged on to Teams as I parked and so on. Anyway, it's now saying proceed to the route. I am proceeding to the route. It's a new route. It's a new route, um, sat-nav. As I now go past the par three course on the right, so yeah, there's one group of three playing. Um, of course, that would have been closed during lockdown. And on a day like today, even when Dan and I were playing on a nice day, it would have been quite empty. Today is dry-ish, very foggy. Nice little day for a game of golf. Would have been very wet, but still. Sadly, not today. I don't have any clubs with me. Too much else going on. I went over a bump too hard. I mean, going at, it's only going 15 miles an hour, but it's a very big bump. Anyway, I'm going to stop at this point. I shall pause. It'll be a first part. I shall continue this later on today at some point, And it may be as later driving home. If for any reason I forget to do that, it's another day, then so be it. So there's more people, looks like, playing on the practice area and no doubt on the full-size course. One day, that'll be me, one day. But if I chat more challenge, A, it's twice the price. It's only 30 quid. Um, and um, it, you just need to set aside more time to do it. So I'm going to pull up. Where can I pull up? I should have gone in that bit there. I'll go... I shall go over... Is there a space in this one? I'm going to go around to this one here. 
So we pull up at University College Wickham Heights. I'm hopeful I can just get a coffee. I'll leave my mask on to get to my seat. All in time for my meetings. I shall catch up with you later on. Have a lovely Monday or whatever day you're having. Or rather, I'll hopefully, you'll in a, by magic, this will just pause for a second or two and then we'll pick it up afterwards. And with that in mind, I'll say bye-bye for now. And as if by magic, we are now later the same day. I'm now driving away from High Wycombe. So the last time, so a few moments ago, according to the podcast, I was driving up to and parking at UCWH, University Campus or University College, Wickham Heights. So I did have my, in fact, there was three meetings, so I, I, I kept under-numbering, under, under, numbering, under undercounting, whatever it was, under-accounting the meetings, so I had three that essentially were consecutive, so rather than saying they were back-to-back, they were consecutive, the one followed the other, um, so the first one was I managed to get there on time and open up and all good. That was a very nice, positive, quick meeting over over Microsoft Teams. Uh, and that led to taking some action and so on. So, that, yeah, a few things came from that quite quickly, which relates to a meeting we'll have next week. And, in fact, as I think about that, that relates to, I'm going to use the phrase, the, the company name, LinkedIn, so there, I need to check back on this. I am told by my trusty assistant that um, I think part B of, I think it's the one that's something or other, something or other, part two, and part two of that particular episode is unlistenable to, which some would say the whole podcast itself, every episode is unlistenable to. But there's something about that one which made it the sound poor, so... I'll check back on it. It may well be in due course that will simply be removed, be taken out into the garden and bullet through its head, that part. Uh, But in that part, I'm talking about LinkedIn, of all things. So if if it doesn't appear, if it's gone, that part is gone, I shall pick up another time talking about LinkedIn, perhaps. Sounds exciting, doesn't it? But it kind of is interesting. So this morning's meeting had some relation to how we might use LinkedIn uh, and going forward, it's about whether or not we can recruit a little cohort of students, around about 15 students from the university, to pay, take part in a programme or project linked to, linked to LinkedIn. And, and the reason why they might be um, motivated to, or whatever the right word would be, to take part, is they may get something for nothing, some kind of involvement in a coaching programme and how to use LinkedIn that would normally cost money for nothing. Um, so I'm now driving back and I'm in traffic. So it's four o'clock, 4 p.m. Um, and it seems to be at a busy time. And is it schools, I guess, maybe emptying at the moment? So they're still going for another couple of weeks. Um, I'm just wondering if I go left up there, I'm never quite sure where that takes me. Is that going to be any good going up there? Do I do I do that? I'm going to go for it, folks. I'm going to go left up this so because there's traffic ahead down there, I am taking upon myself, and it's, oh, yeah, it is traffic all down there. So I'm trying to avoid some traffic by going up this road. But I'm being very honest, 
I have no idea where this road goes. I say no idea. I have been up it before, once or twice, but I can't remember where it might take us. Um, I can get a bit of an idea on the map. Okay, so maybe this is interesting. I say interesting. Uh, so just before recording, I took one decision to go down that road that I was on in an attempt to go to, let's call it Beaconsfield. Some might talk, call it Beaconsfield, but it's written Beaconsfield, thinking there could be a particular shop I may want to go to there on the way home. Um, and I'm now taking it upon myself to not go that direction, to go this way, and we'll see where it takes me. Um, yeah, because it kind of relates to what I alluded to earlier, that if I had if I had remembered to have bring with me, to have brought with me, as opposed to have bought with me, because I know the difference between bought and brought, Yes, indeed you do. If I brought with me um, the thing I thought I would have brought with me, it would have had another impact on how I would have spent today, where I would have been, what I would have done. But because I forgot it, then another set of actions took place instead. So still, whether or not I would have remembered that item, wouldn't have made a big decision right now, I still need to go and do something, which is what I'm going to do. All will become apparent in due course but not for this episode. Um, so, yes, I'm hoping I will end up somewhere or go through somewhere before getting home in order to make a particular purchase. Uh, I'm trusting that the route I'm going will take me that, but it's actually very hard to know where I'm going because it's, it's a real pea super, folks. So I've come to a roundabout. I'm assuming I'm going to go straight on. Yeah, I don't think there's anything down there I want to go to. Um, there's no signs here, so eventually I'll go, oh, I see where I've come out. That's helpful. I'm hoping. Um, but it's a real pea super. Very thick fog. And so even if there were signs, I may not, I think I know this is going to come out, but I could be wrong. Anyway, so that morning meeting took place, and that was good and positive. Straight after that was the original 10 o'clock meeting, which took place over, in fact, it wasn't over Skype. That one ended up being over Zoom, um, which was good. And that was all fine and helpful and, again, focused, interesting in some ways. Something will come from that. And then straight after following that one was um, the one I'd forgotten about, actually, a 10.31, which was over Teams again. And that relates to a session running on this Friday, uh, something in relation to something called Strength Scope. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast before. Um, I will perhaps mention it again at some point. So in terms of a high-level mention is what Strength Scope is. It is, um, you know, you can always go and look this up. Strengthscope.com is the website you can go to. If you did that, you'll discover that Strength Scope is both a company and... Um, a resource, a tool, it's something which, and yet, so, <clears throat> let me just be clear with this, I am an accredited, I'm an, I'm <clears throat> start again, I happen to be an accredited Strengthscope practitioner, don't you know? So yes, be impressed. Not only that, I'm actually, could be described as, appropriately, I'm allowed to call myself a Strengthscope master. And I can know all the moves to go with it. 
in the fact that strength scope master means that I am accredited in not only strength scope per se, but also their two additional modules, which are strength scope team and strength scope leader. Um, so yes, that means I'm, I'm officially a strength scope master. And um, let me come up on my comfort point now. Okay, yep, I know where this is now. I think I know this. Okay, yep, 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 yep. I know where I am. So that's interesting. So by making this decision, I've taken myself back to. I think I do know where I am. Just double checking. Yeah, back to the route I would have taken. So that's kind of interesting. In the sense that I decided not to come this way, not knowing I would hit traffic and then make a decision just spontaneously to actually bring me back onto this track. Kind of interesting, perhaps, perhaps not. Um, taking me through a little, a little known area called Hazelmere. So that begins with a H, Hazelmere. So somebody who might listen to this podcast at some point, if she chooses to, used to live in Hazelmere back in the day. Um, yeah, and she knows who she is. Oh, it's a she. Yeah, it's a she. So it's not the assistant I'm normally referring to. Not my main, main audience. This is maybe another part of my audience. A fair weather member of the audience who may just drop in every now, every now and again. Um, so I'm back going through Hazelmere. I hadn't intended to come this way. I actually tried to do a different way. But interesting. Brought me back through here. But anyway, so um, strength scope. We'll hear more about that another time because uh, I'm doing this all-day session on Friday, uh, and that's just part of the university. So one interesting thing about strength scope is, again, following something last year, I made reference to strength scope to the person who is our <clears throat> HR executive director. So that's the executive director of our human resources department at the university. She was very interested in it. And so the consequence of all that is that we are, just use the phrase, rolling it out across the university as part of an, an HR initiative. And I'm, becoming, I'm, I'm continuing to be quite involved in that, quite happy to. Um, yeah, so it's not teaching per se. And I'm more and more interested in what that looks like. Now, this is interesting again, though, isn't it? It's interesting. I'm going to... Uh, uh, I say interesting in terms of a choice. I'm going to do like another choice, which takes me again off this path. So that path would have taken me down to Amersham. I'm trying to go back, actually. This is down to Beaconsfield. So the, the, the road I'm on to now is taking me back down towards Beaconsfield, which is where I had intended to go. Um, and in fact, I thought that road I was coming up may have been this road that I'm now going down. <laughs> it means nothing to any of you, does it? But it kind of means something to me. I'm in adventure mode. I'm exploring. And I'm attempting to still go back to Beaconsfield. We'll see whether or not the traffic or something else lures me into a different direction yet again. Um, yeah, so strength scope. It's a way of working with strengths, exploring one's own strengths, and using that as a basis to work more effectively. To use a certain phrase they use, bringing your best self to work, bringing your whole self to work particularly in the context of knowing what your best self is, i.e. what your strengths would be, what energises you, and can we find a way of bringing that to our work. And I would say I've been impacted by my involvement with Strengthscope towards the beginning of last year um, and throughout towards the, you know, 
again, middle of last year, doing some further accreditation in both team and leader. And I suspect an intention going forward, like to do more work, not only within the university, as we're doing right now, but looking to do more of that work privately. We can look at how that might work. In fact, interestingly, even a conversation today. So let me come back to that. So the, 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 the meeting that then followed the one about strength scope was um, one relating to... Yeah, I have mentioned Bailey and French because I'm sure someone's going to look it up a little bit. So Bailey and French uh, was a company I'm now doing some associate work with. And they have or having, you know, occasional online catch ups for their associates. And one of those was today. In fact, it was one of the first I went to in relation to the work I've been doing with them. And as a consequence of that, some of our current and former students are also associates and they also have interest in doing strength scope work. So it led to a conversation with one of these people about the possibility of her becoming a strength scope accredited practitioner and me reflecting on the fact that we have a number of us, so a number of staff members at the university and students and graduates who are themselves accredited practitioners in strength scope. So it may be something we could increasingly offer as part of um, this centre, which I think I've alluded to a few times. I don't think I've yet had a, had a particular episode talking about the Centre for Positive Psychology in due course, all in good time. Um, so that was that meeting, and then I had the session that I was doing with Bailey and French for ba on behalf of Bailey and French in the afternoon. That was with the government department because we're doing some civil service teaming work with them. Um, and I'm kind of looking out now as I'm driving through an area which I hadn't intended to be driving through just to see if I happen to come across a shop that may be appropriate for what I want to buy. And if I don't come across that, I do happen to know there are such shops in Beaconsfield. So if nothing else, I'll get us as far as there. And that will be the end of this episode. So you've now got me yabbering on until we get to Beaconsfield. And all I'm doing is really talking through. It's an audio diary for me, folks. Anybody happens to listen to this, who's, who's choosing to listen to this? You might wonder, what am I doing? Is this all listenable to? Is this all real? Do I need to know this? No, you don't. Um, but you never know what I might touch upon. You never know. You never know. Do I suddenly mention Peter Alice again? Not planning to. Um, um, so I'm now. Yeah, so the afternoon was the, a session on um, yeah support, basically a facilitation of a group of people about being leaders in their own work. What it means to be a leader. How one does this virtually, given the current context, is doing a lot of this stuff virtually online using such things as Microsoft Teams or Zoom or Skype or whatever else is out there. Seems to be some of the discussion today has been reflecting on the relative advantages and disadvantages of Microsoft Teams compared to Zoom. And I think a lot of people tending to say that as a, as a user, Zoom is a lot preferable. It's not easy to use. It's... Um, it's um, yeah, just just easier to use. It's more comfortable. It's preferable. I think it makes things easier in different ways. Uh, yet at the same time, there's certain organisations are committed to using Microsoft Teams rather than Zoom. So one of them being this particular government department, maybe government departments in general, the Microsoft users, as are we. We being the university, we are 
committed to using Microsoft Teams, even though many of us and the students would like us to run sessions over Zoom. I'm going to use the phrase, we're not in quotes allowed. Well, we're not, we're not encouraged to do that. I'm increasing of the mind to go, well, let's just try and do some stuff over Zoom informally to see how it works. So one of my colleagues, I'll call her Kerry, for that's her name. She did run a session using Zoom for her own course on positive psychology and coaching, which is a university course, but she she's ran it, she's developed it, she offers it, she, it's all her thing. Um, and she happened to run one of her recent sessions over Zoom and with, us, with the approval, as it were, of the university because um, there were technical issues, problems with Blackboard and uh, because she was on a weekend. So and she thinks she found that much, much preferable. So there may be a time we may use it anyway. So and I'm minded to uh, offer a session for the students. It's an informal ad hoc session. And only because I happen to have access to a, a formal professional business Zoom account. Thank you to the person who used to live in Hazelmere. <laughs> I knew that is. Um, yeah, so I might do that. Right, I'm just still looking out. I'm just, I'm still not sure where this is going to come out now because I keep down rows I'm not so sure about. What's that sign saying? Um, it's a note. Don't want to go up there. Don't think there's any shops up that way. Interestingly, I've seen a sign saying diverted traffic. So it must be a diversion somewhere I wasn't aware of. Um, I've diverted myself down here. As I often do in my verbal journeys, don't I? My own journeys that I'm going past. I love some really nice houses here. Um, there are some lovely Christmas lights outside them. I've got a crazy look into them saying, yeah, lovely big houses, both sides. Um, going back to school. Um, but no shops as yet. I've got a feeling I'm not going to encounter shops until I hit Beaconsfield. I love Beaconsfield. Um, is there a spa? Not the kind you're thinking of, love. These are all little lines that will mean something to somebody. So if the Hazelmere person does listen to this, she will know when I say. So that's interesting. I could have gone up there. So that's that's interesting. So going up there to the right, which I'm not going to, because I don't think it's any good me going to it. I'm going to be going to there tomorrow. We'll find out the reason why tomorrow or whenever I eventually say something about that. Um, and I would have gone there today if I had remembered the thing I'd forgotten. <laughs> All cryptic, isn't it? All cryptic. You'll be quite annoyed listening to this. It'll all become apparent soon. Um, but there's no point in me going up to there, I don't think. So this part, at least help this going this way helps me now understand a, a way of getting to that place because I'd probably come the way I'm coming up now, interestingly. So I'm now arriving in Beaconsfield, which I think is an, I possibly maybe down going on this. Look at that house. You can't see it, but my goodness, what a house. That's ridiculously large. I think we're on this road in Beaconsfield, where Beaconsfield, where you've got absolute mammoth mansions, but side by side. My goodness me. And one back there had two enormous lit-up wreaths, wreaths, in the front of their gates, and then all lights in the house. Amazing, amazing. Oh, yes, it's a whole road of ridiculously large, very nice houses. But even if I could afford a house like that, I would choose to have a smaller one. Right, I'm now approaching shops, so I'm going to sign off very soon. Um, to this Barkey bad note, on the way to Beaconsfield, I need to look out for the particular shop or shops I would want. 
don't think they're on this part. It's going to be further ahead. I need to find some way to, to park. Um, and with that in mind, that will be the end of this episode. So it could be mis- mystery tour to Beaconsfield, Beaconsfield. Uh, and all will be revealed in due course about what it is I'm buying. Oh, lovely Christmas lights up here, folks. Um, all will be revealed, um, and there's nothing that exciting. Well, it's, it's, it's important, um, and we'll learn more soon. So with that in mind, actually, I'm not going to end up here because I need to park first, and that makes it easy for me then to stop the recording without having to en- edit any final bit. No, no, I'm going to that bit. I'm going to this next one. Um... I think the, the shop I usually go in is the one down here, and there usually is someone to pa- park not too far from it. My goodness, there's people queuing up outside that store. I don't want to go in there. I want to go in that one, which should be fine. So I'm hoping I can park in this little car park. We're seeing, is he going right? He is. Um, yeah, so am I going to reveal what it is I'm going to get? No, I'm not going to. I'm choosing not to. Only because I'd rather wait until at least tomorrow. That's a reserved space. I can't go in that one, can I? Don't think I can. So we're waiting for somebody reversing out. And it's exciting listening, folks, isn't it? This person's reversing out. That person's going to go into that space. I will go to their right. No, he's not going that. Yes, he is going that space. I will go down this space where I'm not meant to go. So now I'm not going with the flow. I'm going opposite to the direction of the arrows. But hey, I'm a maverick. Um, I'm going to go and pull into this one. I'm not going to go into that one there. And then get a ticket, parking ticket, back in the car. Um, maybe there'll be a part three to this, maybe not. You'll know. You'll know. I've got to feel there might be a part three to it, actually. I feel as though I've got to end this a bit more excitingly. I'll let you know what I purchased if there's something of interest there. Maybe, maybe not. You'll at least know, has, this, has a shopping trip been successful? So with that one, I'm going to say pause for now. I'm intending to be another five-minute part after this that kind of wraps up a little bit, baby. So bye-bye and pause for now. And hello again, final part, um, just as I get back into the car. So I thought I was nipping out for maybe ten minutes. It was nearer an hour, <laughs> um, which is good, good for me, because as I would normally go, you know, my my... Normal self, whatever the right term would be, the old me, where I might normally operate would be I'd get out the thing I needed, get it and come back in again. And there was one particular thing I wanted to get ahead of tomorrow, which was needed, but we're talking about just a few quid. Um, But in practice, I've spent more like £150. Careful, I didn't say too much about... But then in terms of several things, not, you know, several things being bought... Um, basically now for Christmas. So the night, you know, whereas normally I go, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting, and then not buy stuff, I have um, allowed myself to just go, oh, that looked nice, and I bought it, and I bought it, so I bought a few little things there. So that was actually very helpful to me. And interestingly, yeah, so I'm... The very first part I was going to say, and then I'll end this now, that'll be the final bit, because I need to make a few phone calls, um, is that... When I got out of the car to look at the, you know, what, you know, is there a free half hour? Because local to where we live, there's a, you press a button and no matter if you're a local resident or not, you get a free half hour just to nip to the shops. But there's nothing like that. It was one pound, this is, can be very honest about this now, there's one pound sixty um, for an hour. I thought, well, I don't really need an hour, I need a few minutes, but I didn't, oh, that road's closed now again. Um, so I need to go left. 
Um, so I needed to, um, what am I saying? Yeah, I was waiting for just 10 minutes because I didn't have actually one pound, I had one pound 50 or again, I didn't want to sort of, spend, I, don't want to, I hate this idea of overspending, meaning you're paying more than you need to for your parking. That, no, I, I know, I know I'm tight. But then a woman came up to him and saw I was sort of rumming and ahhing and she said, do you need anything? She said, oh, I'm just looking for an extra 10p. Oh, I can give you a 10p. So are you, uh, are you sure? So I actually, I felt bad that I did accept that offer. Because um, she was complaining, so what are they charging us for parking? It's terrible. She was actually needing three hours of parking. But anyway, I felt a bit bad. But I took the offer, which meant, and then I was then going to park for an hour. I've then been walking around the shops for more, well, nearly an hour. But the value that gave me is actually that allowed me to, um, which of course I would have done. I would have had an hour anyway. I would have paid two pounds or something. I'm just talking rubbish. Um, so yeah, so I bought a few more Christmas presents, um, which was good. Things I might have said, oh yeah, that looks nice. Maybe, maybe not. I'll come back. I just bit the bullet and bought them. Because there were things I thought the person for whom or people for whom I was buying thought they might like. So rather than me overthink it too much, which I would normally do, I thought I'd just buy them and then be done. So that's good. That's a good thing. And so with a good thing being the final point I'm going to say, I've got to now look what I'm doing here. Oh my goodness, sorry. I am so sorry. As I go through this little bit where I didn't have right of way, um, so that's my final point. I've now got to try and attempt to make at least one, if not two, phone calls before I arrive home, if at all possible. Uh, if not even three phone calls, but definitely two. Definitely one. <laughs> I will make one because before I left the car, um, my brother phoned and I would normally just not answer to say, oh, I've got to do something. But I did answer the phone to say, can I phone you back in 10 minutes? And that now has been 50 minutes ago, so I need to phone him first um, as I let these different coach and a smaller van come past because there's cars parked. Uh, so I need to find somewhere I can pull over and at least stop this recording any second now. And this is all because I don't like the idea of stopping it, letting it continue to record for a few more minutes. And then I'd have to find a way just to edit it and just trim the end bit. I don't want to do that because I can't be bothered. This is all a new bit. This is now a little bit of new road. So it normally comes out to, or it used to come out to a, um, so I'm going to turn down here and attempt to find somewhere to stop and turn this off. Normally that would come out to a T-junction, but it's going down to a new, looks like a new roundabout. So I've turned in to these roads where again there's some nice houses with nice lights up outside them. I'm going to stop the recording, and that's the end of that episode. More next time. In fact, maybe yeah, more either tomorrow or after tomorrow, and you'll find out what I've been what I've been evasive about. Bye. <laughs>